It's time for the Engaged Club, the podcast for club managers and operators that strive to create loyal and connected members, guests, and customers. Here are the two guys with the club management and digital marketing advice you need to realize your club's potential, Jim Hope and Roger Kincaid. So excited to be here with you again today and have, uh, you know, you listening to us. It's such a privilege. Uh, I'm Roger Kincaid. I'm the marketing guy from Off Course Golf, and you can check out our website at offcourse.golf to find out everything that we do. And I'm Jim Hope, and I'm the GM of the Derrick Golf and Winter Club. Sir Roger Kincaid, we had an exciting week last week with our first ever guest uh, on the pod. Uh, a couple episodes went out on Tuesday and Thursday from Mr. John Fisher. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really awesome. And, you know, really want to say thanks to everybody who listens to this podcast for, you know, downloading that and listening uh, so intently. We're able to track the stats and we're going to get into stats a little bit in a future episode, I think, about uh, what we're learning about you from this podcast, etc. But um, no, it seems that those episodes were really well received. And our, our good buddy, John Fisher, was uh, was really pleased with that, that that um, his insight, his wisdom was uh, helpful and beneficial to you, too. So we, we just kind of want to pass on a thank you for that. And we'll have a couple more episodes with uh, with fish coming up in the not so distant future uh this one's over to you today roger what is it uh, you'd like to uh, bring to our listeners attention well i wanted to go back to episode 55 that we did what every club should include but no club does in annual budgets and jim this is where uh, i brought up this idea of having an experimentation budget so just a pot of money that you know it's not earmarked for any one thing in particular it just gives you the agility that nimbleness you know halfway through the year three quarters of the way through the year to see an opportunity to experiment with something that might benefit the club in some way shape or form so to just have that experimentation budget in place and i wanted to elaborate on that a bit today all good because as i mentioned to you when you first brought that idea up it's something i had never thought about and i think it's absolutely brilliant and I'm going to try and incorporate it into our budgeting process for uh, our 2019-2020 uh, fiscal year. I just think it's to be able to give somebody the freedom to be able to come up with ideas and implement them um, and then, you know, do a, an evaluation of it after it's done, but in a really free setting, I think is awesome. Great. So let's talk about that evaluation and let's talk about that free setting, because what, what I want to do in this episode is give you a bit of a, a practical framework for how you might go about applying that experimentation budget. So the first thing that we want to do, Jim, is we want to you know, get a core group together that will work with us to devise these experiments. So the way I picture this, Jim, is you, know, you get your most engaged staff members, those people that really lean in and really care about the club, and you just put a couple pizzas in the middle of the table, a few six-packs of beer, if that's uh, you know, the kind of club you are, and you just brainstorm. Let's just come up with a whole bunch of ideas, ways that we can improve this club. And whoever's leading this, uh, so, Jim, at your club, it might be you leading this. You want to make sure that you stipulate, well, we have a goal. This is the objective of what we're trying to do with these experiments. And that objective might be to, you know, get more members to join the club. It might be to get more of our current members to come out to more of our family-oriented events. Whatever your goal might be, you want to establish that at the beginning because then that sets the parameters around the brainstorm, really gets us working as a cohesive group, yeah? Yeah, yeah, well, that makes perfect sense. Because, yeah, you need to have a focus on what you're coming up with, right? And that's going to be the achievement of the goal that you have. And that can be broken down by department. It might be, you know, more guest play. It might be new members. It might be more people out Tuesday night for F&B. That kind of stuff is what you're thinking? 
Yeah, you know, you, you can really slice and dice this however it works best for your club. You can do it holistically, your entire facility, or you can do it department by department and, you know, have somebody who allocates part of that budget to, to certain areas. It really doesn't matter as long as what you're trying to do is be agile and, and be nimble in trying to improve the club uh, with each one of these experiments. So the first thing that we want to do is set that goal. And then we're going to want to be able to measure uh, the outcome. So you'll basically be able to say, you know, we're going to create a bunch of experiments today. The outcome that we really are ser searching for is an increase in X, or we would like to convert, you know, X to Y, that sort of thing, right? Just so that we're all on the same page when we start. And now I want to give you what's called um, the ICE framework. And this is something that a lot of, you know, the startup uh, businesses use, Jim, if they're going to try and figure out ways that they can grow their company, get more users to start buying their products or using their products. It's called ICE, I-C-E, and ICE stands for Impact, Confidence, and Ease. So... When you're sitting around in your, the table, you've got all your team together and you're brainstorming all of these ideas, you want to give them a score of one to 10 for each of these three categories, impact, confidence, and ease. One being lowest, obviously 10 being the highest. You want to figure out how impactful will this experiment be in achieving our goal? And then confidence, you know, how sure are we that this experiment will prove uh, a hypothesis that we have about it. How confident are we that if we do this particular uh, behavior, this particular event, that uh, people will receive it in the way that we expect them to? And then uh, E stands for ease, and that's you know how easy is this going to be to pull off? So I is impact. How impactful is it going to be? C is confident. How confident am I that this is going to work, but also going to give me the good information that I need? And E, how easy is it going to be to do? You score each of those a number between one and 10. And then what you do is you just total them all up and divide by three. Okay. And you're going to get a score somewhere between one and 10. And then that's how you rate your experiments so that you know which ones you're going to go ahead with and which ones you maybe will kind of put on the shelf for now or toss them in the bin. So your highest numbered uh, experiments are the ones that you're going to go with and your lowest numbered ones are the ones you're going to forget about. You know what I really like about using ICE is that uh, it, it, this whole process becomes a left and right brain process. So it's one thing to sit around a table with two pizzas and a, and a six-pack of beer and come up with these great ideas. But I like the idea that there's then a system that you can put in place to be able to rate all of those ideas to find out which ones you want to implement, as opposed to whoever's got the loudest voice or the strongest voice in the room is the one that wins. There's a, yeah. bit, of, there's a bit of science to how you're going to pick one. I think that's a great, uh, uh, a great process to put in with the, uh, the brainstorming you do with the new ideas. Yeah, exactly. You know, no one needs to take it personally if their idea doesn't get picked. And it really does become a committee deciding on these three factors, impact, confidence, and ease. And we, you know, we all come up with the scoring system together. So everybody takes part in it. Uh, and, you know, whoever had the idea, that's really just the germ of the concept. It's the pulling it off. And it's the, uh, you know, how valuable is this information going to be to us where the committee really comes together and makes this happen. I've got a couple examples, Jim, I, I want to run by. And let's just say that the goal for uh, these experiments today is to um, get more people to come out to the special events that they hold at our golf club. Okay. okay. So um, experiment number one is we're going to give away free hot dogs on the first tee uh, for an entire day Saturday. And we're going to tell everybody that we got an event coming up uh, this Wednesday night. Okay. All right. Yep. So impact, how impactful do I expect this free hot dogs on the first test to be? How big of an impact is this going to have on the goal of getting more people to come out to our events at the club? Okay, let's give it a six. 
a six you know that's i think that's pretty high but yeah, okay. i would have given that about a two because i don't know that there's much of a connection between a free hot dog and you know what this some some event that we're having four nights from now so uh, okay. meet in the middle yeah, yeah meet okay. in the middle at four all right four it is <laughs> okay right. um confident how confident am i that this test is going to prove my hypothesis and i guess my hypothesis is if i give people free hot dogs they'll be interested in the events that we're doing at the club i'd give that a four as well I'd give it a one. <laughs> <laughs> You're really hard on your own ideas, Roger. Your purpose of that, even the way the hot dog would be that, hey, guys, here's a free hot dog. Want to let you know that we got a bit coming up in four nights. We hope you can attend. That's kind of what we're saying, right? That you'll yeah, sign up and you'll attend this event. Okay. If the goal here was to get people to engage in the new products that we're selling at the halfway house and we're doing a hot dog taste test. Uh, and we're hoping our members will choose which, you know, tube steak we're going to be serving at the turn this year. Then I'm going to say that these are two tens so far. I've got a very impactful experiment. And I'm also pretty confident that I'm going to get some good feedback about which hot dog tastes better. And, you know, I, I think I'd have another 10 when we get to ease about how easy it's going to be to just give away free hot dogs on the first tee. Right. Well, I do think we can't, we, both of us will agree with ease. Ease is a 10. This right? is a 10. It's, it's really easy to do. Okay, so I'm going to add these up, and I've got 18, right? 4, 4, and 10 is 18, and I'm going to divide that by 3, so I've got 6. So that that scores a 6. Okay. Now, here's idea number 2, and, and let's uh, let's go back to that awesome episode uh, number 57 where, where our guest John Fisher was telling us about that uh, Kitchen of the Mind, right, that amazing event that he threw at his club. Uh, how impactful is it going to be to to get people to come out to our events if A, they attended that one, or B, they heard from somebody who attended that one? What's the impact going to be? Ten. Yeah, I got to say that uh, after I heard that story that John Fisher told in that episode, it made me just want to go to parties he throws. Yeah. Well, and by the way, he, he mentioned uh, a director from my current club in his story who I saw yesterday, and he still vividly remembers – uh, that event at Willow Park. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> Remembers the guy pulling up, firing up the weedy while this kid was playing his, his concerto and was going to go and just, he actually, I think he's, he was going to try to maybe kick the crap out of this guy, but, you know, calmer <laughs> heads prevails, fish joints jumped in the middle. But he remembers it, and this was six or seven years ago that it happened. Okay, so 10 is is very accurate score for, uh, for impact. Uh, confidence. How sure am I that this test is going to prove my hypothesis that if we throw great parties and people go, they'll want to come to the next party? Uh, nine. Nine? Okay, cool. I'll give you that one. Okay. And uh, how easy is it going to be to launch this test? So let me, I mean, I'll go first here, Jim. You know a lot more about, you know, tossing a big event like this at a club. But after hearing everything that John Fisher described, the coordination and the planning and the teamwork, et cetera, I think that was like a one or a two, how easy that would be to pull off. Yeah, I'd give it a two. I'd be with you on a two. All right, so let's see. 10 and 9 is 19, and 2 is 21, so we'll divide that by 3, and we got a 7. Okay. So now we're just going to basically take these two scores and say, look, if we want to get more people to come out to our events, then experiment number two, having a great wild event, is going to be far uh, better for us, we think anyway, than uh, just giving away free hot dogs on the first tee. And so that's how, Jim, we would use the ICE framework to figure out which experiments that we can go forward with. All right. So question for you. Uh, if, if, if you're doing the rating on the three uh, on, on ice and you come up with seven, seven and seven for the IC and the E, you got 21. Or you come up with 10, 10 and one, you still got 21. Yeah. So on average of seven is one of the more likely to succeed um, 
uh, because it's as much as you're not as, as a higher rating with the impact and with the confidence, the fact that it's it's going to be easier to perform than the other one would yep. be uh, you're probably more likely to have success and buying with the team. Any thoughts on sort of the, uh, the equalization of the numbering of the of the rating that you give it by each one of by IC or E? Yeah, sure. And I mean, your mileage is going to vary for sure. But look, if I had something that I had to pull off in five days, I might lean towards the one that's got the higher score for ease. And if I had six months to plan something, then I might lean towards something that is going to be higher on the impact scale or, or I'm more confident in. Yeah. Okay. And also where you, where you see your team buy-in as well, right? If your team is bought into this and they, even though it's got, um, it's got a low number in the east side, cause it's going to be hard to do, but the team is excited about it, then it probably isn't as relevant either. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. And keep in mind, Jim, you can do both. You don't have to do them both today. You can put one on the shelf for next month or five months down the road. You can flip a coin. The point is, is that we run an experiment and that we learn from it. And that's really the most important thing about this framework. Right. And I, I, as I said earlier, Raj, I think the fact that it's both sort of left and right brain focused, I think is awesome. I think that's, uh, I really like this. We're in a, a bit of a kitchen of the mind, if I can <laughs> borrow, yeah. uh, borrow Fish's phraseology there, but, uh, and would really love to know what you think about this. You know, Jim's talked about how he's thinking about applying this at the club that he's uh, the COO and the general manager of. Uh, is the experimentation budget something that you will use at your club? And is this a practical framework that you think is going to be valuable to, to employ? Uh, let us know. Hello at engagedclub.com this has been the engaged club podcast with jim hope and roger kincaid don't forget to subscribe rate and review this podcast if you like what you heard share it with your fellow club managers and operators until next time thanks for listening